When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's just start. Sometimes I feel like we just need to start. Yeah. Start what? So why you're why we're we starting? Why well, I we're trying to do I'm, a podcast I need and there's food everywhere. Well, Is we got to eat what the food. We do. Where did all this cake come from? There's three cakes on Anna, the table. Nana, Robert. That one there, Nan brought that for me. This one. I thought she brought it for us. No. No, there's one that we haven't opened. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, what is that? That's one that Nan brought for me. So she just brings you cake? Yes, she's a very nice lady. I can eat her cake because it's sugar-free. And and John? That is not true. The coffee is delicious, too. Yeah, and it is. You got it right. You think this is sugar-free cake? As far as you know. That's true. I didn't see her putting any sugar in it. That's right. As far it's as delicious. Know, it is sugar free. That's anyway, why I had just a taste. That's why you had just, just a taste. Sugar. Welcome back to the Duck Call Room. Welcome back. We're missing our fearless host, Martin. Uh, I don't know what he's he's in Texas somewhere. He's over yonder. We're not missing him. He's not killing or catching anything. Is the recent report? Oh, maybe he is. Who knows? We'll ask him when he comes back for next episode. Oh, uh, he's done something. But we're here. We're here. We're ready. Ready? What we're ready for? I have no idea. What do y'all want to talk about? <laughs> I want to talk about the movie The Blind. The Blind. The movie The Blind. Yeah, Johnny D was starring on that show. Good job, Darn Johnny it. D. I, I was far from a star. Okay, but well, seriously, we you do were need- in it. I got beard hairs all in my microphone. Um, we do need to talk about it because I think people are confused on what the movie they. This is not the Titanic. This is not Mission Impossible 4. This is not a big Ba-na-na. production company putting this on. This is a fathom event. So like this is this is small, yeah. but it can be big. But it's going to be in the movie theaters for like a week. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. That's it's going to be awesome. But I think people are like, "Oh, it'll be great when it comes out. We'll get our tickets." But if you blink, you will miss it. Yeah. So yeah. what we're asking you to do is don't blink. Go buy a ticket now at theblindmovie.com. You'll be glad you did. And you'll be pumped when you see it because yeah. it's going to be awesome. Absolutely. But it will be a short window to see it. So please go check that out for us. Part yeah. B of this, somebody was mad at me what? in the emails. They were. because About you being on the show? No. About us telling them all how great the blind was going to be and how you should go see it in theaters. Well, yeah. And well, they're in Canada. Canada. Oh, oh, Canada. Oh, Canada. Oh, but hey, there is good news. <laughs> There's good news for Uh-oh, our listeners. Stop, pull your mic up. What is good in news? In Canada. Hey. Sometime around Thanksgiving. Wait, Canada has a different Thanksgiving, don't they? Do Beth, they? <laughs> Canadian expert Beth, is this American Thanksgiving or Canadian? When is Canadian Thanksgiving? October. 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 Oh, October. You Canadians are so practice for ours. So Lisa, Canada, Lisa Canada from Canada, Lisa from Canada, around your Thanksgiving, not my Thanksgiving, be on the lookout for news coming about how you can see it in Canadian theaters. Yeah. Yay. Yay. So that that covers all the perfect, perfect, wonderful stuff. Anyway. You know why you can't tell secrets in a cornfield? Um, mm, shut no. Why? 
too many years. <laughs> too many years. <laughs> too many years, boys. Boom. So let me tell you something. Tell me. I, me and Cy were on the Unashamed podcast, which was awesome. I've never been down there to the lair. Because I've never had a reason to go, because I haven't been, I haven't been hunting with him since I was nineteen. You're not allowed to go hunting. <laughs> You're right. He was so, Hey, even even Cy couldn't get me back in the. He was cold, line. boys. But let me tell you, we we got down there. We met with those guys, and it was so good to uh, sit down and talk about some of the things about the movie and and you know how it changed a lot of people's lives. Well, I just happen to be one of those people. You know, you think about me and Cy. We actually. The way we met was funny, and when we've told the story, of course, but uh, we what were. What was a, it again? We were at a men's he Bible talk. He was deaf, and you were. Well, I he, can only he, read lips. You can only read lips. You were deaf. Yeah. Yeah. John was there. It was right across the street because me I and John, we used to live across the street from each other. Right. Yeah. Yes, because it was Alan's, it was Alan's house. Alan's and Bible. Then you and Paul Bible and class. me across yeah. the street. But they yeah. told Cy si you were deaf? Yeah. And, and they, they said, they said that I could read lips. <laughs> Okay, and they told me that he couldn't hear good, so I had to speak real loud. So I was hollering at him. <laughs> I'm hollering back. He, I'm trying to read his lips, he thinks. Yeah. He's running around and trying to hide from me, and I keep trying to get in front of him. Hello! Yeah, yeah. That no. is hilarious. No. Uh, yeah, he was loud. Finally, I said, can, can you hear? And he was like, yeah, can you? I said, yeah. He said, you don't have to read lips. I said, no. I don't know how. And they were laughing and cutting up, and, and Alan had big crocodile tears. <laughs> was that Al's idea? That seems like it an Al. You know, I, I never found out whose idea it was. It had to be Al's. Al, he, he is. Oh, yeah. the, but I didn't know that. Well, well that Alan, Al claimed Because Alan is the instigator. And well, I didn't even know that's the first time you yeah. met Cy. That was the first time. I, yeah, because I just moved back from did. Abilene, and we moved out to Calhoun, and uh, we lived right across the street from John and Paula. And uh, a bunch uh, Al lived out there, and later on, Anna and Jay moved out there. Yeah. But yeah, I was just thinking while we were talking, and I was like, man, me and Cy are best buddies, and we kind of, we have a lot of similarities. Uh, you know, we, we're kind of in the middle of the siblings, uh, and I think we have soft hearts, and we have good sense of humors and things, so we just got along. And we became buddy-buddy. And as I was watching this film, you know, I, just, I started thinking all the things that Cy was going through during this movie. Not all, not about Phil. And I mean, I did think about Phil and his impact on everything going on. But I thought about my buddy Cy and what he was going through during that time. And I mean, then that was kind of hard for me to think about, you know, just mm -hmm. because here he is trying to help his brother, you know, going out, doing things and, and trying to be a good example. But. But it was it was tough for you, wasn't it, Si? Yeah, yeah, because on on all the stuff that's happening, okay, all the getting drunk, all the chasing the women, okay, you know, it put me in a bad spot. Because you got to understand, I hadn't been married very long. Yeah, yeah, and then here I am running with him. Okay, when he's doing all this stuff that now you yeah. can't, you became the protector. Well, I, you know, it, Kay, it actually made Kay feel better that I was there, but it didn't, it didn't stop him from being who he was then. Mm -mm. But let me tell you something, Si, and I don't know that I've ever told you this, but you being there, even though you weren't perfect, it was powerful because. 
he knew his brother was there with an open heart trying trying to at least make a good impact on him and he knew that about you and i think it made a world of difference well no no because you had told me when you finally told me said well hey you you helped keep his heart soft yeah you know and and like i've always said this bill smith was one of the elders at white ferry road church of christ my sister kept bugging him you need to go you know share jesus with my brother well, Phil was running a beer joint. Okay, and this part of the story, Bill goes to the beer joint. Okay, but I'm serious. He only did it because Jan Robertson would not leave him alone. <laughs> okay, because hey, yeah. she she was kicking all the family in the rear end because we was all telling Kay to leave him. Yeah. She was the only one that was behind and for Phil. Everybody else had said, hey, we'd given up on it. We really had. Yeah. So, but if, if you're wondering what the blinds are about, it's about life. It's about living life, okay, the wrong way, and then running into Jesus and being redeemed and living it the right way from then on. Yep. And I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. You know, Everybody's got somebody in their life that, that they're pulling for to try and make a change in the right direction or maybe come to Christ. And, and I had that in my life with my younger brother. And it took forever, it seems like. I, I kept trying to share Jesus with him and teach him. And, and finally, both of my brothers came to Christ. It was like the best time of my life. you know. I, but I never gave up on them. But, Si, uh, all I could do was be there for them. And I would preach to them and do what I could do, but the power is in the message about the gospel, and that's what changes lives is the gospel. I couldn't make them change. And when it came to my dad, John David, I don't know if I told you this, but I couldn't get my dad to listen to me. Did I ever tell you this story? Mm. So I, I, I wanted to sit down with my dad and, and share my faith with him because he was getting close to the end of his life because he uh, had a disease. And anyway... I would keep. I would try to talk to him, but he would put me off, and he would walk away, and he didn't want to talk about it because that's kind of how that generation was. And so I went to his brother Phil, and I said, "Phil, I I can't get through to my dad." You know, he said, "All right, Mac, here's what you do." He said, "Here's what you do." <laughs> Did I tell you this story? So, I think so. So I go knock on my dad's door. He opens it up, and I said, "What do you want me to say?" He looked at me and he's just like his dad said, "Tell me what are you talking about." Yeah, he, I Phillip, said. Philip said, "Hey, what do you want me to say at your funeral?" <laughs> That's what I said. Oh, what do you want me to well, say no, no. at your funeral you gotta, about your relationship with Christ? Yeah, and he was like, "Come on in, sit down." Well, you, know? you got to understand. Most of the time, if someone is ill, and you you want to talk about, hey, look, you're at, you're you got one foot in the grave. We need to talk. Yeah, well, he didn't want to hear it. Yeah, right. And I'm sure a lot well, of people are yeah. that way. They that way. You know, they don't want to talk about your death. Uh, I was that way, and I wasn't even sick. I was sick, but yeah. I, I yeah. didn't know yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to hear nothing. But I didn't I, want them holy rollers coming around me. Look, that finally got his door? dad's attention. Yeah. Okay, where Philip said, "Hey, let me you know. What do you want me to say about you?" 
Yeah. That's a bold. Yeah. Hey, Dad. Yeah, I was. Uh, that's I a real. That's a Phil do. Robertson playbook. No, no. and it yeah. worked. You know, and we sat down and talked like we've never talked before, and uh, and I got through to him, and it was great. And and when he did finally pass away, I was so glad we had that conversation. You know, so. Well, no, yeah. no, because it's so many. You know, I can see God's handprint over the whole Robertson's family. Yeah. You know, I'm 75 years old, and I look back to childhood. Yeah. He's always been there. You can see it now, looking oh, no. back. Yeah. Oh, I can see it. Oh, no. You know, and, and you don't ever think about it. That's why I love the painting, okay, Footprints in the Sand. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then when you get the story, you know, everybody's thinking, well, hey, where were you, Lord, when I was struggling? They thinking it's their footprints. No, that ain't true. <laughs> hey, I got no. you. God's telling you, hey, I've got you in my arms. Them are my footprints you're seeing in the sand, son. I, I love when Sai says that because half the time he goes, those are my footprints, dummy. And that wouldn't <laughs> yeah. look near as good on a card or, yeah. or well, no, framed no, up. I, I mean, most people, okay, because look, you know, uh, it, it's amazing, okay, my parents, because uh, I told Phil and Kay, I said, hey, all this stuff y'all have done is because of James Robertson and Merritt Robertson. I said, it was something about my mom and dad. All I call them strays. All the strays come to the Robertson's household. And they always had their doors open. And the, them, the doors were always open, okay? Phil and Kay's the same way. Yeah, I never meant to. Ever since I've known Phil and Kay when they got married, hey, they've always got somebody else's feet on their table. Mm -hmm. They're great at offering hospitality yeah. without grumbling. No, no, yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, hey, the, the Lord tells you, yeah. okay, hey, it don't do you no good if you grumble after once they leave. Yeah, right. Yeah. If you're going to be, you know, hospitable, do it, and then, hey, be done with it. That's why your mom always had uh, food cooking and, a, and she had a plate open yeah. for well, somebody no, no. who would come by. No, no my grandmother was the same way. Yeah. Mamma Hale, yeah. She put on a pot of pinto beans and cooked cornbread every day. And we always asked, Grandmama, you, you're here all alone. What are you putting on a six quarter pot of beans? Somebody might come by. Just tight, hunt. Somebody might come by and want, you know, need a little meal. And hey, every day, Somebody did come by. Somebody showed yeah. up. It showed up. Oh, had, yeah. had a meal. Oh, once you show up, then you got to, it'll be there tomorrow. Uh, I'll yeah. be back. Yeah. That's an advertisement. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the, the funny part is, is to look back and see it all. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I remember when I hit rock bottom, I was, what, eh, 28, 30, and just, I was fed up. Yeah. And I felt I, I just nothing was any good. Nothing. Everything was was horrible. Yeah. And I said, you know, it's got to be more to this than just showing up the building and say I'm at church. Yeah. Yeah. You about to start so, preaching. Well, no, no, <laughs> because look, I've done that for I, I've been in, in, you know, mom and dad raised me from childhood. Yeah, 
Well, it should be better. If anyone on this earth should be happy, it should be a Christian who knows Jesus Christ. Right. You know, and I was at the point that nothing was any good. My job was horrible. My relationship with my wife was horrible. Everything was just pitiful. You know, and I was looking and saying, hey, what in the world is wrong? You know, well, hey, I had a big hole in my heart. Mm-hmm. Okay, and look, the people are searching for Christ, and they don't know what they're searching for. That's true. Okay. The only thing that will fill that void in you is a relationship with the creator of the cosmos, for crying out loud. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what the blind is about. Yeah. Right? Is having, because it's so funny, is an oxymoron. Here's a man <laughs> that he spends his lifetime in the wilderness, okay, out in God's creation, <laughs> yeah. okay, and he don't he didn't know the Creator. That's insane. Is that you spend all your time in His creation and you don't know Him? And then, voila, you know, Jesus comes into his life, and it in hey, everybody involved is affected. Yep. And still affected. Hey, and, and, and it's still happening. Messiah, you, you were talking about rock bottom. You know, and I, and, and I know I probably haven't talked to y'all about this story, and it was a long time ago, but... You come to everybody finally comes to a decision where they need to follow Christ, but maybe they won't, you know. But when I hit rock bottom, um, and there's, you know, you come from a broken family and you have reasons why you might hit rock bottom, but my rock bottom was um, just going out and getting drunk and doing all the things that you shouldn't be doing, you know. And I was still in high school. And when, when I would wake up from one of these drunks, blacking out, just blacked out drunks, whatever it is, I mean, I would wake up in my parents' yard wearing nothing but my birthday suit, and my stepdad would had to bring me inside, and the next morning... And you don't even, even know how you I didn't got even know there. what happened. Yeah, you don't even know how you got That's there. how bad it was. But but here's what my mind would say. Oh, you're okay. You're all right. You know, you're... You're 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 fine. Don't worry about trying to get right with Jesus. So then, when it came time for me to study and hear about the gospel with Jace, I knew that I needed it. You know, I couldn't lie to myself no more. And so, when I heard about the message about what Christ did for me, I was the one who was on the bottom and said, "I can do this. I can try this." And and I did it. And so, I mean, for thirty something years now, me and my girlfriend, who obeyed the gospel at that time too, Alicia, my wife. Uh, our lives have changed because of that. Because Jay shared that message with us, so have our children. Their lives I was just have changed. Fixed to say, and add, my brother had three, had three yeah. to that. Your three. kids, yeah, that's right. So, so if you've <laughs> got somebody in your life yeah. that, you, that you are almost ready to give up on, don't give up on them. You know, uh, keep trying to be a good influence to them. Keep trying to uh, tell them about Jesus. And if you can do it, if you can get them to this movie, I really think it'll be powerful for them. It would, yeah. That's why I said, okay, if you're wondering what the movie's about, it's about real life. And when you say that, 
don't be fooled. It's about the good stuff. It's about the bad stuff. It's about all of it. All the stuff. Yeah, all of it. Your life. Because like I said, when I reach bottom, okay, and look, it, you may have not done that yet. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Trust me when I tell you, it's going to happen. Yeah. Okay? You know, you've got choices in this life you live. Okay? And like I tell people all the time when I'm preaching to them, it's so much easier to live like a Christian or to if you surround yourself with people of like faith. Right. Well, here, here's a, a news flash, okay? News, wait, hold on. Let's take a break and then give us the news flash. <laughs> right. We've just been rolling because uh, I'm not stopping a 75-year-old man full of that much wisdom, but we do have to pay for this thing. So let's tell some people some ads, and then we'll be back. All right. Okay, hey, look. Here's the news. Now we're back to uh, the news, news, news flash. flash. Here's the news flash. This life is about one thing. And one thing only. Money. No. <laughs> nope. Sorry, that was a joke. Hey, relationship. Yeah. Period. Relationship. Either with your mom, dad, siblings, or with the creator and ruler of the cosmos. Your whole life is nothing but, but relationships. And here's here's the good part. It will be so much better. For everybody concerned, if you first have a relationship with the creator of the cosmos, and then everything else will be easier. Yeah, if you don't know that you have relationship problems, look around and see. If there's a lot of broken relationships behind you and you're involved in a lot of them, hmm. it's probably you. You know? Yeah, yeah if All you've right. been married five times... <laughs> You probably need to go look it in the mirror. What happened? Zing! Yeah. You know, it may be you. It may be you. Know, you, he yeah. says. Well, on that note, Si, you asked our fans oh. how to fix the whole world. I've got some answers from people. Oh, okay. How well, to let's fix. see what the people We can said. fix all the world's problems. Not really, but we can try. Um, do you want to know what some of them are? Yeah. <laughs> Heather says, get rid of all computers and cell phones. <laughs> hey, I had to get rid of my cell phone at the uh, man's retreat. Oh, you did? Hey. did you oh, just I went? Wanna, I want to hear, I wanna I wanna hear about that, by the way. I don't think we need to go that far. When I got home, I didn't even pick my phone up for didn't about want two hours. I don't think we need to go that far, Heather. I want to hear that. But. We do need to have backups. Backups? Yeah. What does that mean? Well, hey, because if the computer goes out... <clears throat> we're all in trouble. We're in trouble. So, yeah, we need to be thinking along the lines, okay, how do we back this up? Yeah, I think I think she's probably saying we need to stop being so dependent... Well, I don't know. ...on yeah. phones and computers. Yeah. And the problem is time. everybody's just staring at their phone all the time. Yeah, you, which is well, why... they are. Which is why there's a retreat community in this town, and I've, I've been a part of it. Godwin just went on a retreat, and when you go mm -hmm. on it, rule, well, it like, was, number yeah. one... Tell us yeah. what happened. Watches. No phone. No phone, no watches. They got a yellow envelope. They coming around. No, no, no. What about that? Yeah. I'll give you an example why this is so important. 
Ellis. I went to watch Brooks and Dunn and Reba McIntyre at a show. What? Okay. And Ronnie Dunn told me he and his wife had get a divorce. They're sitting on, uh, he's on one end of the couch, she's on the other, and they're not talking to each other. They're texting on a phone. Communication. No communication. No. Poor, poor communication. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to think sure. about that, folks. She's sitting on one end of the couch in their, own, in their home, and he's on the other, and they're not looking each other in the eye, sitting side by side, and say, hey, we got problems, Charlie. We need to talk about it and try to, try to figure out how to rectify all this. They're texting on the phone. Mm-mm. To each other? Yeah. At a Reba McIntyre <laughs> concert? Yeah. No. no, 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 no. They were in concert. This is backstage. At, yeah, uh, in the okay. green room. So well, I was talking to him. Yeah. But Godwin, so you ditched your phone for 24 hours. Which, or no, 48 I didn't even take it. The only thing I wanted to know about my phone was the deer pictures. What deer's come up there <laughs> by my deer's face? Okay. So that, hey, at a retreat, though, what they had was one-on-one relationships yeah so what what i mean because we don't there's a part of the retreat thing where you don't say everything that happens out there but what did what did just ditching your phone for 48 hours and focusing on your relationship with jesus christ how did that did anything good come from that yeah yeah that's okay (laughs) yeah well me me and si sent him a letter by text by text okay (laughs) yeah so he may not have got it (laughs) Well, I didn't until I got home. <laughs> but you got That's it in the yeah. yeah. But uh, it was it was awesome. It is not what I thought it was going to be. And I was probably, and I said this, Grant said, uh, we're out there fixing the leak, you know, walk in. He said, oh, would you talk about the retreat for about two minutes? He said that to I you? I said, when? He said, right now. <laughs> he says, I'm going to get up on stage and, <laughs> and say a few words, and I'm going to call you up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I said, that's how it started? That's a, No, that's oh. when we came back oh, okay, okay, in the you. church. Oh, that's oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I said, but anyway. <laughs> but it was well, awesome. Hey, was well, hey, here's the it deal. It was awesome. It was not, I was one of the few that wanted to be there. Because I knew, my, I, I think my, I done got fl- kind of flat. You know, I needed a recharge. and um, You got it. I got it, yeah. Because hey, I'd been just, you know, I was there, lazy. I, I lazy. was there and heard your two minutes. Oh, yeah. And it was awesome. Okay, because you told about when you met my brother mm. at his house church. Yeah. And he was drinking beer out of a cup. Yeah, him? No, no, yeah, Godwin? Oh, yeah. I didn't hear no, no, this because he didn't want to. He didn't want to go there. Tony, uh-huh. Tony took him. Okay, yeah. so you know he said some reason about something, but hey, yeah. he went to a Bible study. Is what he ended up being. Yeah, he's breaking his beer. No, no, and he's drinking beer out of a cup because he didn't. So them church he folks said, wouldn't say. He it. said that's for the religious people here. <laughs> okay, yeah. but it goes back to okay. That's why I'm saying you see God's hand in this. Okay, because Godwin has been with the Robertson family since then. Okay, as one of our employees. Okay, one of our good friends. Okay, that's why I'm saying 
It's wild when you think about it. Yeah. But I, I, we got here because we were talking about how to fix things yeah. that are broken. Yeah. Like this world. And one of those things, you, you don't have to go on a retreat, you know, to experience Jesus. Sure. Uh, if your church has a retreat, go on it. It'll yeah. be awesome. Yeah. It'll um, be. But there's there's something powerful about removing distractions like yourself. Your cell phone's a distraction. Yep. This podcast right now may be a distraction for you because, and it could be a healthy one because you're just trying to have a little light fun and listen to Uncle Si tell crazy stories. Um, but sometimes you've got to take a time out for however long it be, get rid of all distractions and just focus on where you're at with the Lord. And if you yeah. have some brothers or sisters in Christ, you can do that with, that's great. But I think getting rid of a cell phone I, and your watch and your you watch, get, he wants his watch no back. time, no time. You don't know what time it is. You know what time you know how long I've been sitting here. Here's the thing. You didn't miss it. I didn't miss it. Don't miss it. See, uh, that right there ought to tell us something. It, human it race something. seemed like the day went by like that. Yeah. Way faster. Yeah, it did. Uh, what is, what, how many days was this retreat? It was. We went on Thursday night. It was Friday night, and we went home Saturday. 48 that hours. Was, yeah, 48 it, hours. It was over before you even got where you just yeah. said, oh, good case. It's, I was trying to think, over. well, what would we eat? This? We did yeah. eat good now. Yeah, y'all eat good. We, y'all, you gone wait. I've I've been on one of those their retreats and si, we need to go on one together in the kitchen. Yeah, right. oh yeah, they go. You gonna eat? They yeah, ain't he, gonna let you go hungry. Well, hey, we do go on them together. Size's <laughs> right. si been getting rid of his watch and his cell phone for the last seventy five well, years. No, yeah. no, no, he's no, no. doing quite all right. I, I, I was telling God when me and Sai have been at retreats, but we're the ones doing the speaking. So yeah. they come in and there's worship and they're speaking, and me and Sai we give our testimonies, yeah. and we're back gone on the plane. We're out. We don't get to enjoy all the rest well, of say, it. Say that's what that's what you know because. I'm blessed to be able to, and there's another benefit from the Robertsons, to go around and and speak at events, and um, but your own, you know, your mm -hmm. your own. So you just, even though you're talking about Jesus, you're you're laying it down, you know. So it's like you don't absorb it. Now you do some you're when you're studying. You're pouring out more than you're getting poured into you. So. Going to something like that where you can just, you know, let you just take a breath, let it out. Receive it. And you can just absorb all. It was why I wanted to go because I remember in my early Christian walk going to like, even though me and Paula's marriage wasn't on the rocks or nothing, we would go to anything to do with a marriage class uh -huh. just to have something to do together. Uh -huh. and and to experience that, and it did make things better. And I would go to Bible studies, and, you know, when I started that, I started a house church. I probably wasn't a Christian, but six or seven months, not even a year. Yeah. And uh, it was because Al had a house church at his house, and he started that deal at the college, so his house church dissolved. Well, I went to one, and it was more geared towards the the youth, and I was needing growth. Mm -hmm. I talked to I, I thought I well I did, and um, of course you always do. But <laughs> uh, I told Al, I said I don't want to hurt their feelings, but and Al said, well, start your own. 
And I said, well, I just, I'm a brand new Christian. <laughs> he said, well, there's nobody else stepping up. Mm-hmm. And that went on for about 10 years. Yeah, here we what are. What does the Bible mm-hmm. say? It's, it's better to give than receive. <laughs> yeah. But that always is the opposite. You said, well, I don't get to enjoy, you know, when I'm speaking. I've learned more by by what I've seen while I was there. Yeah. Yeah. You get you get that blessing too though. Yeah. You do get yeah. that. Yeah. Well, let's take another quick break and we're going we're fixing the world some more when we get back. Are you ready for the next one? Yeah. I, there's two more that I want to get through. Um and I agree with both of them very much, so it's hard to pick one. So I'm just going to somehow get both of them. Um, Amaya is only 17 from southeastern Wisconsin. Amaya. And here's how she's There's gonna, some big deer up there. Yep. Uh, she says we need to do better by this. you got to go back to family. Most of American family today are so busy with work, sports, sports a big one school that they don't prioritize each other and god as a family the very core basic unit of society as god designed it as the family so if we want to fix society we have to fix the family this girl Mm -hmm. is 17 yeah Uh, boys call her intelligent i think families going back to basic things like eating dinner together every night doing devotions together and having family game nights would help families come closer to each other and closer to god Wow. How does a 17 year old know? I'll give you one more. Man, go in there when it's time for bed and grab your woman's hands, both of them, Mm -hmm. and ask her, What can I pray for you? Mm -hmm. What can can I, how can I pray for you tonight? And pray with your wife. Yep. That is one of the, when Paula goes with me to an event, Mm -hmm. right before I go up on stage, she's always, Come here, let me pray for you. And that is the most. My wife is like confident thing. Well, no, no. Anytime anybody comes out when I'm out speaking, a lot of people have come up and said, is it okay if I say a prayer for you? Yeah, right there mm-hmm. at the table. I've no, seen no. it. And I said, hey, I would be honored if you would lift Absolutely. me up to the Almighty. But there yeah. is something powerful about, okay, because oh. men get nervous for some reason about praying out loud over their wife. I've, I do enough men's ministry stuff where if you, you ask somebody like, oh, you're a Christian? Uh, do you and your wife pray together? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, easy. Hey, easy. <laughs> you're getting in my personal business. But Godwin's uh, right. That's a game changer right well, no, no, Absolutely. And not only that, I love to hear a woman pray. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my daughter okay, prays. You know, my wife always prays. gives that verse about, hey, women be silent. Hold it. You're taking that out of context. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Johnny okay, D. Hey, the, the ladies can, hey, they can go straight to Jesus too. Absolutely. Okay. And talk to him. Yeah. I think yeah. one of the best things she said too is family dinners. Oh, no. Which was oh, a yeah. big part of Duck Dynasty. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. And how we ended every, or every episode ended. And, and that's one thing me and Allison, like, we will shut down. Uh, like, if we go, like, five school days in a row and like the last two nights we've had things and like flag football and soccer is like timeout, whatever we got coming on wind, like whatever night it is, cancel something. Cause we got to all sit down, eat and talk about, we make our kids do their highs, lows and buffaloes. And it's the funniest thing. <laughs> they talk about their favorite part of the day, their least favorite part well, of the hey, day, which is always the funniest. 
Yeah, that's normally silly. Hey, that's good. What's going on in your life? And you can find out at the dinner table. I got a hole in my sock. Yeah. yeah. That's no, what we yeah. did. I got a hole in the underwear on. Yeah. And then okay. the, the buffalo, and I ripped this off somebody off Instagram. It's just something that they didn't see coming that day. And they say the funniest stuff about weird games they were playing. Well, and hey. Ben's actually won like a sporting event at recess. He's like, I had no idea I was going to Here, win. Here's the <laughs> thing. Out of the mouths of babes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Comes yeah. some wisdom. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because it's, hey, because it, you know, they they say, like uh, Kenny Rogers talked about Dolly Parton. She ain't got no filter. If she's got it in here, it's going to come out of her mouth. Yeah. I know somebody like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. are also famous. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no, because I'm telling you, okay, a child's going to tell you the truth. So, Amaya, you're you're exactly right. It's it's the, the family unit. Way ahead of your time, too. Yeah. 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 It, 17. It, you're way beyond your years, darling. It's communication, yep. and I'm going to tell you what happens. She needs it, to read Proverbs 31 because she's headed that way. Headed yeah. that way. A wise woman. Yeah, because if you're if you're doing this with your family and you're building that relationship, you know, inside the home, then you can communicate about things, you know, mm -hmm. and, and nothing's, nothing's going to be a, a big surprise when it happens because you're in each other's lives. When we're sitting at the table and we're talking about things like Johnny D was saying, we're able to communicate. And I'm a, here's a here's one that I got for you that I, I probably haven't told. But when I si had covid. You know, we were all scared to death of COVID because we didn't know what it was. We didn't know how it was going to affect us. But I was going to go stay with him. And, John, I know you remember all this, yeah. you know, like it was yesterday. But I was going to go stay with him because he wouldn't take his medicine. <laughs> and I was going to be with him for four days. <laughs> and I and I hadn't had COVID before. And so and I didn't have the shot. And I was scared that I was probably going to get it and die because I'm a hypochondriac. So <laughs> I told my daughter, I said, and I said, baby, I don't know what's going to happen, but I need to go stay, spend a few days with Cy. You know, he's got COVID. And she said, <laughs> she said, she said, can I pray for you? And it just melted my heart. Oh, it's melting mine right now. I mean, she said, daddy, let me pray for you. And when she said her prayer for me and for Cy, and she, she prayed for my protection, I'm telling you, when she said amen, I, I could have conquered the world. You know, I, I, yeah, I could have done you, anything. You just got, that's the most emotional I think I've ever. Yeah. Well, hey, and you that's got a your good, little girl well, no, praying no, for yeah, you. That's a good one to I'm give. I'm saying. Yeah. Because it was going to be tough for you to go in there and make him take medicine. Yeah. Because he I, wouldn't do it. I, well, yeah. no, no, hey, <laughs> I didn't know how sick I was till y'all yeah. got me on the podcast. Till three and months later. Hey, these guys. They degrade me. Oh, oh my! <laughs> Put the spot. That's awesome, though. Like I, I look forward to that day whenever my kids are grown like that. Doing, that. I pray mm -hmm. that that day comes that they yeah. well, no, no, in such I, a faith-filled way. The my, best compliment I ever heard, okay, is you know, is Tracer had done something and somebody was talking about her, and I said, "That's your daughter," and I said, "My daughter." I said, nah, you done lost your mind. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> hey, you don't expect stuff like that from your kid. So, there Amaya, you thank you for, yep. for bringing that yep. up. That, that one was, took a little longer, so I'm awesome. going to hit the last one, and I think we're all going to agree with it. George from Easley, South Carolina, 29, and I can say that Jesus needs to be back in schools. He remembers when he was a kid saying a prayer at the beginning of the day. 
are just being silent for the kids that wanted to pray. It's truly sad to see how Christianity is being moved out of the yep. schools and not allowed to talk about. I guess who moved in? There it is. The you talked about one. this one a lot. So I, yep. I was going to tee right. up there. Yeah, hey, you kick God out of his place, guess who's going to move in? Ain't that ironic? Mm. Yeah. Well, that's and that's, that's biblical. That's too. Look, I grew up with, we stood facing the flag and repeated, you know, Pledge of Allegiance. Do they not do the Pledge of Allegiance anymore either? Mm-mm. No. And no, then we ended it not. with a prayer for crying out loud. Yeah. 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 Right? And look, when we had a ball game, guess what? Somebody said a prayer before the ball game started. Tell yeah. me, hey. Well, it was just commonplace. Sportsmanship and nobody gets hurt. Yeah, that's right. I remember it, those prayers. Yeah. It became commonplace to just talk about God and talk about Jesus because that, that's you prayed before everything. Well, and now, I, now it's like voodoo if you yeah. do it. Did they I do that at the rodeo? At the rodeo? Of yeah. course. I, oh, yeah, I challenged the oh, nation. Oh, yeah, they did it. They didn't never stop. Okay. To how, to, how can we help the human race? And I've got the answer for you. We need to preach Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection more. That's the answer to all of that. Boom. Yeah. Jesus died for you. He was buried, and he came back to life, right. and you can too one That's day. That's right. And he did yep. it all for you and me. We've and preached he wants, Hey, and he wants That's what the best me. for That's you what and me. That's what made me. That's got God. Go all in was Luke 24. After they killed him, when they hung him on that cross, and all his running buddies went running up my upper room, blocking the door because I'm sure they were scared because the Romans were persecuting Christians. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, they had just just seen their leader killed. Yeah, their best friend. They've been running with him for three years. Yeah. Well, then he just appears in the room with them. (laughs) <laughs> just well, he's there wow. scared what, him to death what did thomas say get get away from me <laughs> hey, i mean ghost. he said look don't be scared a ghost don't have flesh and bone well, like you see you i do. have that was a resurrected body that appeared yep we getting our bodies back uh, resurrection yeah. power i used to think we'd be some little old keep it on the cloud you know <laughs> nah we getting our bodies you gonna, gonna be me you, you are gonna be put on a we're gonna get it back yeah. but it ain't gonna be like this it'll one. be changed you won't need oxygen yeah. sir yeah, yeah. yeah. I, right. I, I can yeah. leave that backpack at home yeah, boy. i'll leave the backpack alone boy. <laughs> hey. no more advertising for indigen that, that's hey. what got me though i ain't no need no that's plane when i go explore the uh the rest of God's creation, either. Explore yeah. it. Well, let's take one last break. We'll come back and we'll keep on the fans in the inbox. So we always talk about our emails and we're in the emails. And if you want to email into the show, hello at duckcallroom.com is the way to do it. I read every one of them. Some days I have to read them a little quicker than others, but we're up to 17,500 emails. Good grief. That's a gazillion. That is how many we've got in. And I always like updates from previous emails we've read on the show. That always makes me super happy. Oh, good. Yeah, let's do the update. Update. Well, I got one update today. In episode 187. Hunter, what episode is this? Uh, 278. We're on 278. 278. Wow. That's insane. But on episode 187, uh, a guy named Grayson emailed in and talked about his daughter was born and needed prayers. Mm. Uh, here's your update. 
boom. She's about to be one year old. Wow. She spent six weeks, six or seven wow. weeks in the NICU back then, Ooh. and now is growing and is almost one now. That's <laughs> universal. That's great. I get stuff all over my belly when I eat, too. <laughs> but but I just thought it was super cool that... Enjoy it, your food. It was one that we brought up. I yeah. enjoy my now, food. Yeah, that way. Now she's just crushing. How cute. Yeah, you got spaghettios. You gonna have to throw that shirt away. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a bib. Bib. Speaking of, yeah. have y'all had spaghettios lately? Uh-uh. We had spaghetti the other my night. My wife I loves them. Night. She yeah. will eat them out of the can, pull it out of the cabinet, open it up, put a spoon in it, eat it. Just Pol- like that. Polish. Like she don't want to heat it up. No. Ooh, don't no. heat it up. That is put a fire on it. No good. That is the grossest thing. Oh, she loves it. I think because I I I like eight years ago, I was like, man, remember how awesome spaghettios were? I'm about to eat some of them. You know what I used and to do? And it like? was disgusting. The por- old pork Even Campbell's pork and beans. It's just bad. They had them little round, I oh, mean yeah. not pork and beans, but uh Good grief. Dumplings. 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 But they was little round dumplings. It was so good. It was chicken and dumplings. Yep. They had the little round white dumplings in there. They were so good. I'm going to look for some. Hey. I don't know if they still make it or not. Well, you can go to Olive Garden and they got those little round dumplings. It's called gnocchi. It's chicken and little dumplings. Chicken and little round dumplings. Uh-huh. You would like them. Well, that's where I'm going to take my woman on the next date. And, hey, they may be sugar-free. All right. Well, Speaking of sugar-free, um, Randy sent a Facebook message in that said, remember when we used to talk about weird foods? Weird food. Yeah, 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 yeah. Long Have we ever ago? stopped? No. He he says brownies in, in barbecue sauce. No. It was brownies. an accident. Hang oh. up on he him. He dropped it. Hang up on him. He that's liked not, it. No, that I ain't okay. Huh. I thought that that was, needs yeah. to stay an accident. Yeah, I, I like baking tomato sandwiches with peanut butter on it. That's weird. I would eat that. That ain't an accident. Yeah. No, that's not an accident. That ain't an accident. I don't eat oh, a lot you, of peanut si, butter. you've eaten that before? My father's come peanut, up with that. Peanut butter. That's where I learned it from yeah, him. I'm serious. I never heard of it, but I before would eat dad, it. Daddy come up with that. Bacon. You butter. can't go wrong with bacon. The bacon and, bacon and barbecue. Yep. Bacon and anything. Uh, that's right. That's a weird one. All right. We're about to get heavy if y'all are cool with it. All right. Uh-oh. I had an email in that was just, oh, I'm not going to use his name, um, but it's tough. And Hunter asked me to bring something up a few days ago as well. Um, Hunter has a friend. He was an extra in the blind. Um, good guy. Nobody really thought anything was going on in his life and, and unfortunately he took his own life Ooh. which is super sad and we want to be praying for his family his name young man named uh cameron uh is was his name i'm sorry i'm reading that um but then i also got an email from a kid in indiana and he, he just said i need some advice i'm lost at what to do in this world i've got a third shift job i'm sad all the time i hate to admit this but i i'm having bad thoughts about Maybe it's just better if I'm not here, mm. wanting to take his life. Um, it doesn't have any friends is what he says. And and Cam- this isn't Cameron's story. This is another guy's story. But I just wanted to call a timeout here because two things have hit me about that in, while we're about to do this episode. And it's like what, wherever you're at, whether you're this kid in Indiana, call somebody, talk to somebody. If you think you don't have any friends, there's somebody out there. Well, if you are count. honest and open 
and say, this is what I'm going through and I'm having these thoughts, they will stop. Yeah. And they will talk to you. Wise Jer- counsel, Jeremiah. Yeah, absolutely. Jeremiah, the Lord says, hey, yo, don't hurt yourself. Yeah. You have no idea the plans I have for you, not right. to harm you, but to bless you and to give you hope and give you a future. Dude, if you're thinking about harming yourself, God has a plan for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And look, you're not friendless. Jesus is a friend, my my man, who watches you day and night. Okay. Do not harm yourself. That's mm-hmm. Jeremiah 29, 11 is yep. what size talking about. Yep. For I know the plans I have for you, declares Lord. Mm-hmm. Plans that ha- uh, prosper you and not harm you. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, it. I think you, you need to think about this. We all need to think about this. We have automatic negative thinking. Sometimes there's thoughts that are intrusive that comes into our, our heads and we think they're true. They're not true. Okay. And so a lot of times when Paul's talking about take these thoughts and hold them captive, you know, these things are not true about you, but the evil one would have you believe these thoughts, okay? But when you have Christ in your life and, and Christ and his spirit lives inside of you, then you can di- differentiate between what is real and what is not real. And that's what gives you hope. It gives you hope for the grave. It gives you hope for the future. And anything that you do in your life, it gives you hope because of what he did. All your sins are forgiven. You can rest easy at night knowing that you're going to be resurrected. And then surround yourself, we said it earlier, with people who are like-minded. If you isolate and you get by yourself and you're withdrawn, that's not going to help. That's going to hurt. So don't believe the thoughts that are coming into your head. Don't put yourself in that position. Get away Get in front of some people that love you and talk about what's going on. Yeah, that's right. Do that for sure. And pr- prayers up for Cameron and Hunter and they're all their friends. Uh, it's just a tough situation. Uh, and anybody that's lived through something like that with somebody they're close to, it's it leaves a lot behind and, and it is tough on everybody. So mm-hmm. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven was a great verse to end it on. Thank you for that side. And then I'm going to leave you with this one too, Luke twenty four. Uh, mm. 37, but they were startled and frightened and thought they saw a spirit. And he said to them, why are you troubled? And why do doubts arise in your hearts? See my hands and feet. That is myself. Touch me and sp- see for a spirit does not have flesh and bones as you see that I have. Jesus now, came back from the dead. Y'all that's the truth. And we, then he said, let's eat some fish. Then he right. said, let's yeah. eat some fish. That's what, that's what yeah. fires Jace up. He said, yep. hey, I can't wait to get to heaven because, hey, we're going fish fries and have a jack. Fish fry. I'm excited. Give me something to eat. <laughs> All right, we'll see you all next time right here in a duck call room. Bye.